is the three-point shot. Episode two, three-point shot. Zach, Ben, and Colin back with you. If you listened to episode one, we hope you enjoyed it. If you didn't, go back and listen or don't. We don't really care. Guys, what's going on? I'm wearing my podcasting hat. That's what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Colin's got a cowboy hat on (laughs) that we didn't include in the logo. Yeah, well, because I don't have any photos of me in it because... You could have taken it. Quarantine has done a number. I said this in the last thing. It's going to become a cat. Quarantine has done a number on my physical appearance. I'm just not not comfortable being photographed, if I'll be fully honest. All right. Ben, how are you? I'm fine. Quarantine hasn't affected my physical appearance at all. I just look like this. So we're going to hopefully have this out Monday morning. Right now it's Sunday night. We are in our apartment, and we're watching Game 7 of the NLCS. Looks like a base hit for Jock Peterson there, and that's going to move A.J. Pollock over to third. I miss play-by-play. Can you guys tell? Yes. Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) Uh, Two outs runners on the corners. uh. (laughs) Anyway, so it's been a busy week in sports and a not busy week in the lives of the people in our apartment. Um, (laughs) Colin bought the hat last week. That was kind of the big news. Uh, Ben, same tattoo that he's had since the summer, so that's really all we're working with. Um, also, Ben was the one with the tattoo. It's on his arm, for those who participated in the in the game show last time. But let's talk some sports to start off with. It was uh, NFL Sunday, and we've got a World Series coming up and some Terps involved in that, right, guys? Certainly, yeah. I I don't think he's done particularly. I think he had a home run the other night. In one of the games, yeah. Yeah. Uh, right wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Our, our <laughs> you know, heck of a player, but he has not necessarily been... Uh, earning his spot at the very least with his hitting i will say i haven't paid enough attention to his defensive play to really make he's that been call. fine yeah he plays some second base plays some outfield but uh i think the real the real story is just you can't not talk about him right randy you gotta bring up randy god i, I love randy <laughs> randy the yankee killer is it reina or rainia rosa reina reina it doesn't no, have a till no, no. so it, Ooh. Ooh, look at mr i know the name i was just gonna call it the, the handlebar swing. mustache i know it's a deal day Okay, don't, don't say, say it like, like that. that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you extra credit. You demerit. Oh. Um, yeah, I didn't take th- a number of years of Spanish for nothing. <laughs> so I don't know if you guys know, Brandon Lau already got his bag. They signed him last year to like a six-year like, oh, they did? extension. Yeah, I didn't huh. know that. Yeah, so they, they love him. and he, he had a great year. And I wouldn't yeah. say like MVP caliber, but he, he No, was, he wasn't. He but was he kept solid. hitting doubles against the Red Sox, which I didn't like. And he hit him against the Yankees, too. Well, that who, I did like. Who couldn't hit doubles against the Red Sox? This I mean, year. last year we were just, <laughs> you know, pedestrian. As opposed to this year when we were jaywalking and being hit by motorcyclists. I'm one, I'm one to talk. I'm a Phillies fan. I'm fairly <laughs> confident some random dude off the street could have hit our relief pitchers coming into the end of that season. So, uh, what other big news going on in sports this week? Terps football coming back one week, not even. Yeah, it's it's crazy that we're, we're almost there. It's, we, yeah, um, we talked about it a little bit on the last pod. But uh, I, I don't have a lot of confidence in the season. Come I mean, on, we're in prime time. Yeah, 7.30 on the Big Ten Network. I don't even know what numbers to put in the remote for that one. Wait, I, I think can it's, get this. I think it's, I think one, it's 108. I think they're on the thing. Um, they are on they the are. thing. For those not aware, which is none of you, we have uh, <laughs> all the sports channels, since that's the only TV we watch, we just put what number they are on the back of our remote. But ooh, we should do a segment called Remote Ch- like TV Channel Quiz, where we quiz each other. Because <laughs> I have them on my computer. Like the, the the list of what everyone is. Yeah, I'm sure that would be thrilling television as we attempt to just shout out random numbers to see what FS1 is. Yeah, 117 or 117. 117. It's one of those two. Uh, um, anyway, Terps football. 
I mean, like I said, expectations low that the season even happens. <laughs> expectations <laughs> low that we win a game. But, I mean, just having it back is, is a sign that, that the Terps are willing to play. Well, yeah, I mean, it gives me something to be sad about other than the Eagles, which is fun. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's it's going to be what it is, I guess. You I know? will say, out of all of us, only one of our football teams won today. And it was me. <laughs> the Giants. Well, in my, def- in my team's defense, we were playing the Ravens. <laughs> as opposed to your two teams who lost to the or who beat or lost to the Broncos and football team, respectively. Uh, <laughs> to be fair, we shouldn't have been playing, and we haven't practiced, but also no, we're just... None of us should be playing. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I don't know. I'm hoping the Terps just, um, at this point, just sort of recognize where we're at, and I think we should tank for a better draft pick. Uh, I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> we will get back to you on if it does. <laughs> I just hope they go out and look presentable. Tank that's, for Trevor Lawrence. That's the big... It's, win or lose, it doesn't doesn't really matter to me, but... We tanked for Tua, and we got the other one. <laughs> <laughs> we should have been more specific. Tank for Tagovailoa. Okay. Which one? I think I, I think he'll end up being the starter. I think he's had enough time. I mean, I think it might be a platoon with him and Lejean, and I say this with no basis. I really haven't looked too much into the team yet, but... I still have a feeling that Lejean is, is kind of going to be the guy, at least coming out of the beginning of the season, but, you know, who knows? I... I'm not the coach, so... <laughs> no, nor are you a player. No, i One I'm of not. us was a, a student manager for four weeks. Very, yeah. I did I did it for the spring, and then I decided that I didn't want to, like, do all of the stuff that they had to do. What was, like, like the most fun thing that you did? Um, nothing, really. I wasn't really, like, I didn't really do anything, just because, like, they put out a thing looking for people, and I like signed up for it and then like eight different people showed up and they decided I was the worst one so they just had me do nothing yeah but what was like your field of dreams moment where like you're standing there and you're like wow I'm really living out my dream right now um I'll let you know when that happens oh okay wasn't fielding fly balls at Fenway oh yeah that's I was talking about in your terms of being a Terps football manager uh no I didn't have one all right so Um, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna make a request and I don't know if we're allowed to do this which would be I'm gonna be I'm gonna be flirting the line here with protocol spill some tea ben yeah who's got the dirtiest locker anthony mcfarland jr (laughs) (laughs) he's in the pros now we can slander him i mean (laughs) and that's based on a very vague memory um yeah i wasn't really paying attention most of the time Uh, (laughs) i've i've shared a room a bedroom with two people in my life only one of them has broken my leg so colin is the best roommate how did your brother break your leg uh we were playing tackle football in the house and he hit me into a futon how old were you two and a half and you were like walking around like a cast on your leg yeah like up to like here baby's got them soft bones zach One time, the only That's time... That's kind I, of adorable. I bet you if oh, I was. decked a toddler the one time, I'll find, futon, I can I'll break find some some I'll, I'll have, I'll have uh, Jill send at some point. There's a... Because the one time we ever went to Disney was right after that happened. So there's a there are pictures of me, like, being carried and, like, strollered around, like, Disneyland and Gatorland with a cast pretty much up to my waist. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a chance you could send us more baked goods? <laughs> um... I mean, yeah. yeah. This is a, this she, is a direct appeal to Mister <laughs> and Mrs. Fisher and or Anna. Anna. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> send us food. I think Anna <laughs> should do it. Jill's Jill's project has been she's been writing letters to try to get people to register to vote. Well, that's nice. Yeah, that's no, it is. Good. Register to vote if you're and listening. She, she writes it in like fancy, colorful. Like you've seen how she like decorates stuff when she sends it. She's doing it like that. 
So, like, not only are people... They're going to vote with pizzazz. <laughs> I do a lot of things in life with pizzazz. I, I hope you guys do, too. No, not not at once. <laughs> kind of related to going around Disney World with a broken leg. It's kind of sports. Like My brother tore his knee. It didn't tear his ACL. Like, Meniscus I keep, or he, something? No, he broke his kneecap is what happened. But Ouch. He was playing dodgeball, and he stepped back to throw, and his knee just collapsed. Very Teddy Bridgewater-esque situation, <laughs> as it's been described to me, but... Uh, so he, it happens the day before I'm going home for the World Series parade, and I've told you guys this story, but I haven't told Super the people. Bowl. Yeah, the Super Bowl parade. Super Bowl parade. I said World Series parade, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Like, I would have. It would have been weird if they had sent you away when you were ten. Just like, all right, <laughs> go somewhere. Or nine? Yeah, nine. nine out of the nine. Um, but Super Bowl parade. I apologize. I'm watching baseball as I talked about this. Um. So we just, and he was in this huge leg cast, he was on crutches, and the day after we decided that, yeah, this is the best place for him is a city full of famously drunk idiots uh, <laughs> at their drunkest and dumbest in large crowds in the freezing cold of, of February. And it was, I mean, it was an awesome experience, don't get me wrong, but at the same time, it was a miserable experience. Because I'm here playing O-line for my brother to prevent him from getting run over by this mob of people. We, we got him there. We got him back. He didn't, he didn't lose the leg. He's fine now. But it was, it was a, in hindsight, maybe not the best decision uh, we ever made. Me and my parents. Because, you know, I had a lot of weight in that decision. Um, yeah. But you'd have been hard-pressed to, to talk him out of going anyway. So it, I've still never been to a parade. And it seems like my window may be closing to go to ones. I mean, mine I is not. Recover. Yeah, <laughs> I gonna, think probably. I, I just need to. I actually, I want to be one of the people in the New York parades who's in one of the buildings throwing out ticker tape because I don't think ticker tape still exists. No, it's just shredded paper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just festive. I watched a man throw a beer overhand at a human being, and he caught it and drank it, and it was one of the one moments where I was like, oh. That would have hit me in the head, and I would have fallen oh, off the parade. That's float. become like, that's become just a staple of parades. The one thing I remember from the 2018 Red Sox parade, and this it's sad because with the injuries, this was his best moment from the 2018 parade. Was somebody threw up towards one of the duck boats? I believe it was a Bud Light, not so subtle sponsorship plug. Dustin <laughs> Pedroia caught it, opened it, took a sip, and then spiked it onto the street and just said, "This." S is warm and was like yelling <laughs> and just like staring daggers at the guy and I was like oh he doesn't have a not intense setting does he see I've never I haven't gotten to go to a parade yet but uh there's some great pictures from from 09 where A-Rod and Jay-Z are just like chilling together on top and Jay-Z wrote a song specifically for the Yankees to win the World Series that year which was Empire State of Mind which is like, like still a jam yeah it's a jam yeah um, I don't like the Yankees. No, there's a whole book on the Yankees uh, winning the there's World Series. There's a book on here. every chance. That is true. Yeah. Doug Peterson and Nick Foles both wrote books after the Eagles won the Super, er, Super Bowl. I, I I was so ready to say it wrong, I corrected the Vote right Vote for Pedro, answer. My Journey to the Super Bowl by Nick Foles. Yeah, I, Nick, <laughs> Nick Foles and Doug Peterson wrote books, and I think that was the highlight of a man's hubris. Where you're like, yes, I coached a team to a war, uh, to a, I almost said it again. <laughs> I coached a team to a Super Bowl. Uh, <laughs> I coached a team to a Super Bowl. Here's my book. That's never been done before. What do we got? We got uh, Tory Smith was on that team, right? 
Yeah, he was. That's he was last that time team. the Eagles were successful. We had that turf energy. I, I kept yeah. trying to push him to do More anything ever. In football but... today, we had uh, Ty Johnson too debut yeah. for the Jets. Ty Johnson actually snapped off a longer run in I think two rushing attempts than Le'Veon Bell had in his entire Jets tenure. I'm just proud. So, like Le'Veon statistically Bell. speaking, as a Jet, Ty Johnson is a better running back than Le'Veon Bell. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like Le'Veon Bell leaves the Jets. Signs of the Chiefs, by the way. So, like, if they hadn't locked up the Super Bowl already, there uh, you go. Nah, it's, Patriots coming in there 17-14 in the AFC Championship Oh, come on, game. come on. Hang on now. Eagles about to go five, <laughs> five however many in one. Ten. And they're <laughs> Look, Ty Johnson, though, going back to him, he was fun to watch when, when he was at Maryland. Oh, he was really good. Yeah, so I'm glad he's getting a chance in the pros. J.C. Jackson with another pick. J.C. Jackson had a pick today? Yeah. Good for him. See, he was undrafted, right? Yeah, he did. And see, like, that's... He was on the, like... Byron Coward, too. He's... He's busy with the, the yeah. illness. He has... Oh, COVID. yeah, I saw that. He's on the code. He's one of our thousand guys. I think Savage went down with an injury today for the he Packers. He did. He did. I so. did see that. Yeah, I was watching. As opposed to everybody else on the Packers who went down without an injury. That's our Terps and the Pros update brought to you by <laughs> us getting sidetracked. Yeah, well, I mean... It, <laughs> It's an interesting segue, so I can kind of take it from there when you're talking about J.C. Jackson, undrafted yeah. kind of guy. Um, you know, I'm I'm an Eagles fan, unfortunately, uh, this year. Uh, <laughs> it's unfortunate every year. Well, except the one year where it was very Oh, it's still fortunate. unfortunate for us. Well, yeah. <laughs> but Travis Fulgham, uh, <laughs> I can't not talk about it, because I did talk about it last week, because I was like, you'll jinx it, but... Um, <laughs> He's still going. You could still jinx it now. I could still jinx it, but I don't care anymore is the difference. <laughs> <laughs> is it At this point, it's been three weeks, and I have successfully convinced myself that Travis Fulgham is going to replace, like, Terrell Randy Owens. Moss is the greatest <laughs> wide receiver. This dude, he, he just catches everything that's thrown to him except the ones he drops. But... Oh, like this week when all the tweets were like, interesting of Mike Trout to wear yeah. a Randy Rosarena <laughs> costume. Yeah. It, was, it is... So it does, I, I wanted to ask, you know, you two guys, I'm sure you've both probably been more than you, uh, but I'm sure you've watched a lot of guys who you'd never heard of, or unsup- like, and they just absolutely come in and pop off out of nowhere. And I'm curious, who are your, like, who are some of the guys you think of, like, that popped off out of nowhere and were actually good, and how many guys, like, popped off out of nowhere and were, like, actually they're just t- genuinely just not very good at in the sport. any like, sport? Yeah, just speaking in general. Okay, the first one I could think of... Is for um, is for the Yankees and Luke Voigt. Um, I was on. I was at a Yankee game in 2018, and my friends and I were on the train ride home, and we saw that Luke Voigt. We had just traded for this guy named Luke Voigt from the Cardinals, and none of us had ever heard of him. And we traded one terrible reliever and one pretty good reliever, and we were like, "Who is this guy, Luke Voigt? Like, he's just gonna sit in the minor leagues. Like, we need people up now." And then he comes up and just absolutely rakes. Led the MLB in homers this year, and this guy just continues, continues to rake. So that's that's the good one. As far as someone yeah, who's his just dad, not... John was really great in the National Treasure movies. <laughs> <laughs> John Boy, he's uh, Angelina Jolie's dad, right? Yes. Yeah, I think no. so. What? Yeah, I think that's true. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, see? It we're does, an education it does, it does sound made up. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like when you tell me that Nick Cage named his kid Kal-El. That is also true. And he also, Nick Cage, bought a obsidian pyramid to be buried in. 
it is ridiculous. It is as ridiculous. Does everybody not do? I have. I mean, it's not obsidian, but I'm I'm getting buried in a pyramid. Oh, I mean, that's the dream, is it not? Well, for for me, it's made out of string cheeses. I feel like that'll go bad pretty quick. Well, it'll melt in the sun. Well, did she's melt? It just, I thought it just kind of got gooey. Like it, it, I, I'll be honest. I think the last time I ate a sp- string cheese, I was six years we've old. We've pretty aggressively been uh, sidetracked. There. Anyway, yes, I have. <laughs> I have two guys. Well, three. One is Brock Holt, because I remember I was at a, uh, I was at a game in 2015, and the Red Sox were trotting out just an absolute just rolling over and dying lineup, and Brock Holt was batting like sixth. And I remember my dad, we were, I was there with my dad and we were talking and he said something about this lineup has like five, nine hitters in it. And then Brock Holt went yard and then he leans over to me and he goes, as I was saying, Brock Holt is the future of this franchise and he must never be allowed to leave. And that one turned out to be true. The other one that I saw in person was in 2012, which was one of the worst years of baseball I've ever watched. Uh, There was this guy, Pedro Siriaco, who we got. And at some random game against the Yankees, he went, I want to say, like, four for five, two doubles. He, like, stole two bases. And all I remember is that it was the first time since 2004 that people at Fenway were just chanting, Pedro, Pedro, (laughs) And it was for a guy who was never heard from again. I think we traded him to, like, the Padres. Yeah. This is going to be my weekly shout-out to my dad, who once told me that Antonio Bastardo was going to be the next great Phillies relief pitcher. Um, that's that's it. That's the full thing. I just like to, at any point in time, so just a quick story behind it, because I don't think I've ever talked about it, is I was at a baseball game, I was at a Phillies game, and they would have these like blind bags for like autographed baseballs. And I picked one, and I got Antonio Bastardo. And it was like, uh, Antonio Bastardo, in his career, had one good year. I pulled this ball... During that one good year. And my dad's like, oh, come on. He's having a pretty good year. He's, he's going to be one of the next good Phillies relief pitchers. And then if you're not familiar with Antonio Bastardo, because let's be honest, why would you be? Um, <laughs> he immediately became terrible, uh, doped, led the league in bulks, uh, doped again, went to the minors, and then got caught doping a third time in the minors. Uh, so You're kicked out of baseball by that point, right? That's like what happened to Manny Ramirez. What? Man Ramirez, didn't he have to serve like four suspensions and then he just went to Japan? I, I don't I don't know a, what A South Korea and B no, I think he just left because he was like forty five. I think after he got caught doping the third time, he just kind of retired. Because at the point you're doping to hang around in the minor leagues after you've already had your trip through the majors, I think at the point where you can barely hang on in like double A ball and you're doping to do that, it, it might just be time to hang him up. Probably. Uh so I don't know what he's doing now. Shout out to Antonio Bastardo, if you're listening here. Uh, also, shout out to Pedro Feliz, wherever you are. Okay, now I know we're only on our second episode of a podcast that no one listens to, but do you think that Antonio Bastardo is a reasonable guest that we could get right now? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'll, I would much I'll rather, reach out. I would much, <laughs> I'd much rather pull Pedro Feliz if we get the option. I think yeah, Anto- yeah, I think Antonio, I know who that is. I think Antonio <laughs> Bastardo is in the, like crisp $20 bill booking fee <laughs> sort of echelon of athletes. You have guys like like the guys who had like 10 major league at bats or the guys who p- covered like one punt in their NFL career or Jose Canseco. <laughs> I think Jose Canseco will literally show up anywhere he's invited. Like, yeah. I, think, I think if we, and we shouldn't test this now, but I think if we went into the bathroom and said his name three times in the mirror, he'd appear. 
we're not gonna do that no, now or in the future or ever <laughs> never now in the show or in real life ever are no. we gonna go in the bathroom and summon Jose. Well, I'll say it hasn't it hasn't worked the last times I've called it, but uh, it uh, it could. That's what I was hearing the other yes. day. Yes. Anyway. No. Colin, just uh, me and the Bax brothers. I'm not texting anybody. I'm looking to see if Antonio Bastardo has an Instagram or social media that we can reach out to him on. Uh, All right, we uh, we were in a Randy Rosarena podcast, and now a Rosarena, sorry, and now we're going to be an Antonio Bastardo. Oh no, we're still a Randy Rosarena podcast, but we'll just have Antonio Bastardo as a regular guest. He could be the fourth host. Yeah, he'll just <laughs> let him join the pod. He's not doing anything. He could hang out. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, um, oh. Dodgers gonna get one. Are they gonna get two from it? Yes. Yes. He's in. Ow. Ooh. Ooh. Block the plate rules though. Nah, he's no. 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 He was. I mean, he was re- safe. He was gonna yeah, anyway, so it doesn't matter. All right. We got a tie game in the third, third inning. All right. So that's the update on the game. Who, who, we, who are we pulling for, boys? Who are we? Who um, are we? Braves. I, I'm rooting for the Dodgers because they are the team. <laughs> as much as I like to think the Yankees are the team. Sometimes. You're Colin, not. you laughed. What happened? I laughed. I'm, I'm Googling Antonio Bastardo because I have bad <laughs> and, podcast and etiquette. Will, and will be for several hours. Well, because I don't pay attention to my co-hosts when they're talking. Um, yeah, and I found... I, I This is completely true. If you Google him, you can find it as well. There is, a, <laughs> there is an article from a website called Rum Bunter that I've never heard of, written in June of this year, that is just titled... Forgotten Pirates relief pitcher Antonio Bastardo. And honestly, I think the fact that he has an article written about him and we've talked about him here just Pirates now, like the baseball team or like R. No, like the baseball. Uh, I think the fact that he's been mentioned two times in the year 2020 by different people is probably the most prevalent Antonio Bastardo has been in the last five years. I think we need to make a documentary now, guys. <laughs> Zach, you're our multimedia I have the guy. autographed baseball. We can we can show it off. That's... I'm not the multimedia guy. Colin runs the Twitter. I do run the Twitter. That's not what multi... Is Drop that... us a follow at 3... Point shot pod. Three point shot pod. But the three is, is the number three. So that's. And that's all the. Good. There's weird. Ca- I, I don't know. We'll post memes. There's a cool logo. The logo is a man holding a turtle and then two other people standing beside him. That are like vaguely us, but not really. Yeah. So anyway, I'm rooting for the Dodgers in this series um, because I, I'm tired of seeing them lose while getting so close as much as I am the Yankees. And they are, let's be honest, the Yankees of the NL. So if they can get it, then I'll have more faith that we can eventually get there. And they have a Terp, and they do have a lot of likable guys. I love um, Dustin May. I've always liked Justin Turner. Um, you know, guys like Bellinger are electric. Mookie Betts, which, Ben, I know you you got to still love him. I'll be here crying. I just hate the Braves. It's, it's pretty Yeah, and it's, the Braves, really Braves have a me. lot of likable guys, too. I like Dansby Swanson. I like Max Fried. I like Acuna, Albies. Like, they're electric, but they're also much younger than this Dodgers team, so they're going to have more chances. I, I wish I could root for the Dodgers, but I can't, like, I'm like, whenever I think about Mookie Betts, I feel like I'm the guy in every sitcom where I know I'm supposed to be like, yeah, you know what? I just hope he's happy. I hope he's happy. But I'm like, no, I only want him to be happy with me. Otherwise, I want him to be miserable. Yeah, I mean, this is a real easy one for me. These these CSs have been pretty easy as far as rooting. Because... Uh, I wanted the Astros to lose. Because I mean, the Astros lose, which is a win for everybody. We're very anti-Astros. Part. Or conversely... The Except Ast- Dusty Baker. Or conver- I don't really care for Dusty Baker either. He invented the high five. I mean, that is pretty awesome. And I am very thankful for him for that. But... 
Well, I guess I should like Dusty Baker because his managing was part of what held the Nationals from I, getting a I World helped, Series for I, as long as they had. I played uh, a part in severely confusing Dusty Baker's son once. <laughs> I recall that story. Yeah. It's not a very good story. It involves somebody yelling, bring back Dusty, about five feet away from his son. <laughs> Pac-12 leader in steals, Darren Baker. Also, almost run over by, um, I think, J.T. Snow. Have you seen that? that when the Giants, in like a 1 or a 2, there was a little kid who was doing... I don't remember that. I was, I was too young. Well, yeah, but it's still on the internet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when the kid got, like, the kid was a bat boy or a ball Yes, boy and somebody was, like, scoring for... and, like, grabbed him up by the jacket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that was Darren. And now he's going to get drafted probably this That's year. That's cool. Um, uh, what else is going on in the, in the Terps world in our lives? Uh, I went to Wilmington, Delaware over the weekend. Beautiful oh. city. Is that really... where you, Delaware is? Uh, no, that's in Newark. Not Newark. Newark. Really? Yep. Re- Wilmington, really, Delaware. Delaware. Get out of here. Wilmington, Delaware is a very nice town. I really enjoy the waterfront. They used to have a Joe's Crab Shack there. Oh, really? Closed. Yeah, I think it I would have gone there. They have a couple of mu- they have a couple of nice museums. The waterfront's a really beautiful area. Yeah, that's where I went because you can't uh, go they're home to anywhere. the uh, to the single A uh, Wilmington Blue Rocks. Uh, they are the uh, the affiliate of the Kansas City Royals. So shout out to the shout out to the Blue Rocks. Sorry, you guys, you... you guys hired me for an internship, so I'll shill I'll shill for you unapologetically. You hired me. I didn't work for you because the world ended, but you hired me, so you get prompts. It's still in the process of ending, but at the time. Well, yeah, at the time. What, what was your job going to be? Game day operations? Um, so, so yeah, effectively just kind of random game day operations, yeah. fan stuff. It was more about the connections than anything, but I'm yeah. kind of bummed because I was excited. So the Blue Rocks have three mascots. Uh, they have a moose, whose name escapes me, a blue rock named Rocky, and a stick of celery. Uh, and I, this is completely true. Every time the blue, and you can look it up. Every I time, won't. Every, you don't I have won't. to. But every <laughs> no, time I want to believe it. Exact. It's exactly as he says it is. Every time the Blue Rocks score a goal, they play. I believe celebration by Cool and the Gang. Yep. I believe they play celebration by Cool and the Gang, and an intern dressed as the celery mascot runs out on home plate and pretty much just runs in circles for a. <clears throat> a celebration <laughs> of the Blue Rocks scoring a run. And I could have been the celery. Apparently every intern needs to be the celery for a couple of games. So you just sit in the tunnel wearing a celery suit every time the Blue Rocks are batting in case they score. So you could sprint out there, run around, and then but, run but back what inside. If, but what if they don't score? <laughs> then you just sit you're in just the tunnel dressed as dressed celery. As celery for Is that not the saddest imagery? If I were a photographer, I would make sure that like right at the last pitch, it's just someone in a celery costume You're sitting pretty, there, hands in their lap, just head down. It was down. painted to me. This may be proprietary information, so Blue Rocks, please don't sue us. I don't um, think they're going to listen. But no. uh, that's fair. But uh, you're pretty deep in the tunnel. Uh, you're not. They also offered to get me a free hat, which would have been cool. I do like. I, oh, you, you do, do like. You do the, like hats. No, I, I like. I'd officially been hired. Do like, you? I was, and you like had meetings and yeah. like look like, or at least had info. Yeah, I, no, I, I had like officially been hired. I was effectively waiting. I had to clean a couple things up with uh, the school application because it it was a four credit internship, so I had Ooh, to clear gosh. it up. I had to clear it up with the school. Um, but other than that, yeah, I was one hundred percent hired. I was really just waiting to for. Uh, minor league baseball start and then i would just start filling out timesheets you want to go you, to work you want to be sure not to wear the salary costume too much because you could get arrested for stalking <laughs> <laughs> that's my that's my worst joke 
Yeah. My better my better joke about that is do you think when they're not running on the field the celery gets just just gets to hang out in a giant bloody mary? <laughs> that would be cool. That or is... that would be like a Sunday morning game, like a brunch game or something. Ooh, brunch and baseball would be excellent. I mean, we do it sometimes for the Terps. We'll have, like, breakfast at the Bob is what I call it. I understand that that's what you call it, but, like, I've never showed up and been given a waffle for a morning game at the Bob. No, but like, I want to sit. I want to have a waffle maker. I'll make. You I want to sit. No, 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 no. Please get a waffle. <laughs> I want to sit next to you while you're calling a game, actively attempt to distract you, and eat a waffle. I once tried to distract an opposing pitcher in a Maryland game by scarfing down, uh, I think, eleven hot dogs. It was Dollar Dog Night. I think no, I think you got ten. I, you're you... right. I scarfed down about seven before I ran. That's out of still gas. too many hot. dogs. That is too many hot. Yeah, dogs. it was so. <laughs> People don't believe me when I tell them this story. I've had family say that I was lying. People who don't know you very well don't believe you. I mean, that's... The people who know you best would never even dream to question that. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's possibly fair, but <laughs> I think they were playing George Mason, I believe, and it was Dollar Dog Night, and it was kind of a gross, rainy oh, day. We didn't have a single good midweek game this year that the weather just wasn't awful. Yeah. No, there was one. There was um uh James Madison was Yeah, and that was the one where Corona was just taking over the earth at the well, exact same that time. That wasn't weather. <laughs> it was also cold that game because I remember I wasn't calling it so I went it was, inside. It was crisp. But I had to sit outside back around. to the hot dogs. The opposing pitcher had a mullet and that uh really prompted me to do this uh because I wanted to grow a mullet. I have one now. You um, do. But at the time, I did not yet. I was, still, I was still in the process. So it was dollar dog night. Uh, and naturally, I decided I was going to buy 20 hot dogs. I ended up buying 10 because my friend who went with me, our old roommate, may he rest in peace. He's not dead. But um, Julian, we just want him to have a restful weekend. Yeah. yeah. Um, he was like, buy him 10 at a time. So I went up and I just dropped a $10 bill and I was like, yes, I'll take 10 hot dogs. You know what I want. I was like, I'll take 10 hot dogs. And they looked at me like I was insane. Because you were. Go ahead. Well, fair. <laughs> but, and he was like, uh, what? And I was like, yeah, can I have 10 hot dogs? It's dollar dog night, right? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, okay. 10 hot dogs. So they hand me two, bo- I don't know if you've ever been Trays, to yeah. Yeah, yeah, they have the tray. They have the trays, they got the cup holders on the side, there's the thing yeah. in the middle. I'm describing it for the audience, painting a word picture, so to speak. I get two of them stacked on top of each other, filled with hot dogs. And then I just go back and I sit, and because it was rainy in a Maryland baseball game in the middle of the week against George Mason, there wasn't a soul there. So I sat right behind home plate, like two rows back, and I just stared down the pitcher as I ate these hot dogs in like two or three bites. Like I wasn't even, pre- no condiments. I wasn't even pretending to be like a normal human being. I hadn't eaten the this entire was, this day This wasn't yet. a meal. This was like performance art. And this yeah. is the Bob, so it all smelled like hot dog to begin yeah, with. Yeah. No I, disrespect for the Bob. I had intentionally fasted that day so I could <laughs> eat as many hot dogs as I could. This, I, Every aspect of this story is completely Every true. artist suffers did, for their craft. I did not have a drink with me. Uh, <laughs> so I was just eating hot stuff. And then I had to... I, I was so thirsty before I left. Who <laughs> um, thunk it? I watched, I watched Costas go yard. It was four innings. I had something else to do. I got a free rally towel. And I was like, okay, it's time to go home. But I was like, man, I need a drink. So I go up to the concession stand. And the same two people are working there. And the guy looks at me with... Pure 
horror <laughs> in his eyes. And I go, yeah, can I have a soda? And he's like, oh my uh, god, I thought you were... No. He, he said to me, he was like, oh my god, I thought you were going to ask for more hot dogs. <laughs> Eat enough sodium to kill George Clinton and all of his P-Funk all-stars and then rock back up. And you should have just not even buy more hot dogs. You should have slapped a 10 on the table just to give him the unbelievable seesaw emotions of oh god I'm gonna have to get this guy ten more hot dogs Holy and then it's just like a soda and it's like oh good lord. Julian actually asked if they run out of hot dogs on Dollar Dog Night and he was explaining to us that like no because whenever they run out they just order more and then he laughed he was like actually we had to order more after you ordered because you cleaned us out. <laughs> well there's not a lot of people there. Yeah they definitely <laughs> weren't expecting a lot of people. <laughs> I think it's safe to assume that most people do not decide, oh, I'm gonna, <laughs> don't, most people look at a dollar dog night and think, oh, I'm gonna spend less money, as opposed to thinking, oh, I'm gonna get more hot dogs. <laughs> most people would say, boy, instead of spending $9 or $10 for my two hot dogs, I'm gonna spend two, as opposed to, boy, instead of spending 9 or $10 on my two hot dogs, I'm gonna spend these $10 on 10 hot dogs. You could have gone into Stamp and gotten just as much food that's much more filling and much tastier from Subway or Panda. Um, I, I'm gonna, for one, I'm gonna blatantly disagree with you. I was ridiculously full after those seven. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say filling. It's I, seven hot dogs. Yeah, I was borderline sick after eating that many hot dogs, and by borderline, I mean absolutely. That was way too much sodium. Oh my god, what was I thinking? Are you still recovering? No, I'm fine now. I ate. Another hot dog later that night and the other two for lunch the next day. I got hungry. I, I, <laughs> Are you still recovering? No, it's fine. I ate the next day and it's been six months. <laughs> uh, but but shout out to any prospective baseball teams. If you do have a dollar dog night, I will descend from the sky and purchase large quantities. All right, Colin is, is Mr. Dollar Dog Night. What's the craziest team promotion day that y'all have heard of? That I mean, I've heard of Reading Phillies do cheesesteak night where they just oh where they wear the, the hats yeah they that just was go awesome. as the, they go as the Philadelphia or I'm sorry the Red and Fightin' Phils they changed the name a year or two ago uh, but they go they just play a full game as like the Philadelphia cheesesteaks like their hat logo is a cheesesteak I I mean do you, do you want me to turn this into a boring history lesson because I have a bunch of awesome ones. Why did you Google D.B. Cooper? No, no, no. There was a baseball team, <laughs> uh, a minor league team last year in 2019 that had D.B. Cooper night. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I found this out when I was interning for MLB Network Radio on Sirius XM. And it was, uh, yeah, the Portland the Portland Pickles against the Victoria Harbor Cats at Walker Stadium. I want to make it clear, minor league baseball names are peak sports team <laughs> yes. names. And it was it was DB Cooper night and it was they were asking all fans to come forward with any info related <laughs> to the famous hijacking of the Boeing 727. <laughs> and they spent a whole night doing this during the game. And for those of you who aren't familiar with the DB Cooper oh, uh, story, gonna... please look it up and then DM us what your theories are. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a nice couple of YouTube documentaries about it. Pretty pretty clean cut. I've 20, I think there's more than two. Twenty. Well, I'm just talking about the ones I want. Pretty close. That's cut, fair. Twenty-two minutes. Uh, you get you get pretty much all the info. Uh, I believe I remember a one. It wasn't a team I follow in any way, in the way that even I don't really pretend to follow minor league baseball. But I believe there was a there was a baseball team that I read about online somewhere where 
they had like a woman leave like a really bad review of the stadium. Oh, oh um, yeah, Helen yeah. McGrinker night or something like that. Yeah, I covered, yeah, 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 yeah. I covered that too when I entered at MLB Network Radio on yeah. Sirius XM. I'm beginning to think you just covered weird promotional nights. Uh, um, that would that would be a segment. It was yeah. Helen McGurkin night. Now Helen McGurkin night. Yeah, but yeah, I, it might have been you that told me about it. But yeah. like, so a woman leaves a really bad review of the stadium when she goes and just like trashes the experience and everything. So what the team does in absolutely the best way to just backhanded like insult somebody <laughs> oh, yeah. of just hold a theme night. Well, that's the thing. It wasn't that she went. Her review was just drove by two out of five stars. Oh, <laughs> that's harsh. That's harsh. Also, why are you going to give a mediocre review to something you just drove by? So then they had a woman pretend to be Helen McGurkin. And just treated her like a VIP the whole night. There was the, I believe it was the Charleston River Dogs. Yeah, uh, Yankee affiliate. But, uh, yeah. Well, now I hate it. Shout out to the uh, the, the Rocket City Trash Pandas. Just on name alone. That was our yeah. theory, yeah. Yeah, uh, it has nothing to do with anything about their players. They're really bad. I tried to play as them in the show. They're not very good. No, they're not. Um, but, but I mean, the trash double A baseball team. But the Trash Pandas. But they're the Rocket I mean, City on. Trash Pandas, and that's the coolest thing on the planet. And, uh, you can't convince me. Anyway, to answer your question, three best promotions, all from the mad genius that was Bill Vack, owner of the St. Louis Browns, Chicago White Sox, I believe Cleveland Indians. Are we talking about uh, uh, Disco Sucks Night? Disco Demolition Night? Yeah. Which ended in a riot? Yep. Uh, yes, where people, it was a doubleheader in between games. They had a bonfire of disco records on the field, which turned into a riot, and I believe a forfeit. Yes, that's one of them. The other one, Ten Cent Beer Night. Which, as you can imagine, I'm ended pretty in, sure we'll die if, if we, we go, go to O'Hanigans tonight. <laughs> yeah, this is also a John Mulaney podcast. Which, as you can oh, imagine, ended in the Atlanta Braves have just taken a lead. All right, that they don't need the play by play. They'll know the result by the time they listen to this. Which I believe ended I'm in a, explaining what's happening. Ended right. in a riot and a forfeit. Guys, hug it out. All right, back to Ben's thing. Third, the greatest billback promotion of all time: Grandstand Managers Day. They gave, I believe, it was a section of like a thousand people. They gave them little voting cards, and they had somebody standing at the front of the section who would hold up a question, just like, should we bunt, should we steal? They would vote, and then they would follow it. <laughs> and they had, like, I believe they had, like, a walkie-talkie to the third base coach. I'm pretty sure Bill Vec put their manager in a rocking chair. It's, like, it's by far the greatest and stupidest promotion of all time by, for my money, the greatest owner who ever lived. And... Okay, so I, I want to pivot after that a little bit because I do have a question. Yeah. So the Jets got shut out by the Dolphins today. Yeah. Hilarious. Uh, it was bad. It was not good at all. Not it if you hate treacherous. the Jets. Yeah, um, I was like, I hate the Jets. It was fine. But it it makes me ask the question. 0-16 Lions, 0-16 Browns, the current, what you could only imagine is the 0-16 Jets. Rank the three teams. Oh, that's easy. Browns, Lions, Jets. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah, I think that's pretty comfortable. I think the Browns... I think the Browns have genuinely... When they went 0-16, I think they competed with a lot of teams. I just don't think they ever won. They weren't good. By yeah. any, I don't I don't intend to imply they're good. But they competed with a lot of pretty good teams. The Lions were effectively just Megatron. <laughs> and 
these Jets have nothing. There's there's not a single aspect of the yeah. New York Jets of right now that you can genuinely point to and be like, yeah, that's okay. Frank, yeah. Frank Gore apparently was like swearing out teammates in the locker room. And at this point, if you can convince Frank Gore to retire from football, you should probably just fold exactly. the organization. Exactly. <laughs> like, what are we doing? Like, um, yeah, exactly. And Colin, uh, you have something with you that I think would be great to, to wrap up this podcast on. More well, like unwrap this because eh, eh, it's wrapped. We've been talking a lot about Gabagool because I'm obsessed with the television program known as The Sopranos, which aired on HBO. As opposed 19, to the like orchestra section. Which aired on HBO from 1999 to 2007 based in northern New Jersey, which is where I'm from. And they talk a lot in the show about the deli meat Gabagool. That's uh, not how it's spelled or should be pronounced. It's Capicola. Or That's Capa, it. Capicola, I believe is also it's called. It's just... De- it's it's deli meat. It's, it's just ham. Anyway, the three of us have never had it, so we're actually gonna try it live here. On we've the never podcast. we've never eaten it. We've yelled it a lot. Yeah. Hey, where's the gabagoo? Where's the gabagoo? So as Colin gets this unwrapped, uh, let's take a moment to thank our most recent uh, listeners, which uh, I believe include myself, uh, Ben Fisher, Colin Coyne. Uh, Shari Solon, and uh, that's about it for My right sister now. and my mom both said they listened. I thought you said there were three pieces in there. I thought they were much larger There's than like they are. There's like 12. They are far more circular that is, than that I That is too much gabagool. I By which I mean that is any gabagool. Gabagool sizes. All right, are we ready? All right. Oh, that smells go. awful. Yeah, it has a... Oh, no it, loud chewing into the microphone, right? Yeah, I don't intend to, but it's got What about loud retro? Three, All right, two, one. Just tastes like very salty deli meat. <laughs> ah, it's like briny. Yeah, I don't know what I put this on. Yeah, you, I, you can have mine. I don't pretty, want it. It's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't want this. Mm. Now we're stuck with this. <laughs> yes. It, it tastes like if you pickled ham. It smells like hell. How much was it? Uh, five bucks. I'm it not tastes, paying you back. It no, tastes I, like. Oh, are you guys getting like spice now? Yeah, I'm still t- chewing. It tastes like <laughs> salami not, that was sw- dropped into the sea. I'm about, I was about to say I, I've already swallowed it, but my mouth still tastes like after I've eaten pickles, but worse. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's not. No. The the Sopranos were wrong. Sorry, I think Mr. I think the worst thing they did was glorifying this meat. Yeah. I don't. I've never watched the show, but I I think they're mostly pretty. Decent moral characters. What cheese would this even go good with? Uh, I don't know. Some Enough cheese I'd to imagine... overpower it? Like, I don't know. I guess. You, I can't imagine you overpowering that, honestly. It's a very aggressive meat. I think you would need to like fill both of your nostrils Oh, we gotta run down. Run down on Braves Dodgers game. Oh, he's, he's dead to rights. Uh, I mean... Oh, now get him a third. Boom. <laughs> it's a double play. <laughs> I love unconventional double plays almost as much as I hate that meat. That's yeah. like that's I despise that. That was a bad. There meat. is a so I, I I love a good pickle. Um, both the food and uh, the rundown because are we a sports podcast? I don't think so. No. Right? Not really. No. I'm no. trying to get we're back just, into sports. We're just briefly. we're just schmucks with recording equipment. Yeah, I I love a good pickle. Uh, I think the food is great, but I, you're going to be hard pressed to ever find me calling a rundown a rundown. Uh, it will always be a pickle for me. Because I was taught when I was five that you call it a pickle, and I thought that was funny. Um, I do appreciate, genuinely, bottom of my heart, that there is an entire section of the Baseball Hall of Fame dedicated to unassisted triple plays. Oh, there should be. Yeah, yeah awesome. that's the rarest is, play in baseball. I know, but it is awesome. Like, I love it. Besides like, the five-run home run, but that hasn't happened yet. No. Well, <laughs> I'm just, like in a lot of other Hall of Fames I've been to, they don't really glorify these like wacky plays. Like... 
NFL Hall of Fame, there's a lot of cool stuff to do, but there isn't really, like, sections where they're like, this has only ever happened one time. Does the like, NHL have, like, a goalie goal section? Um, and if they don't, they should. I don't think there's a specific list of goalies that have ever scored. Disappointing. There are sections where they talk about it. Oh, that's hitting me in waves. But yeah, I'm I, still... I'm, I have a drink with me, and I'm still tasting it. Yeah. Mm, yeah, uh, me too. Like, that's why I've like, been talking. I... Oh my goodness! Mm. I do not recommend Gabagool. Hey, like, I will say we we were we're proud of ourselves. We said on our podcast we have to to try new things, and we tried Gabagool. Yeah, and we know. I think we thought we meant we were going to try and change the game of sports podcasting. No, we didn't. No. Um, but we've got a lot of work <laughs> to do. No, if if I would honestly rather we try one of those like eat something that is so spicy it hurts. Then eat that because at least then my mouth will go numb eventually. Well, and you know what you're getting. Like I was eating it expecting it to be like ham, and like it, it tastes like ham. But if ham was pickled, and I don't think that's how meat should. No. Be. So anyway, I'd like to end. With, <laughs> right. <laughs> me, too. me too. Let's with end. one sports thing you're looking forward to in the next week. I call the World Series. I'm looking forward to the World Series. Me too, because there's no Yankees in it. It has to be original though. Well. They've done the World Series before. All right, then you could say Maryland football. <laughs> no, but the World Series isn't original. There's been like 115. Yeah, but there hasn't been the 115th. Boy, you're really going with my number numerical guess. Um, <laughs> what am I excited for? I genuinely don't know. Um, can I pick something that's two weeks from now? Yeah. Uh, on Halloween, there's a uh, there's another good boxing card headlined by a guy whose nickname is The Monster, who's having his first fight ever in the U.S., which I think is just... A great lining up of events. Colin? I, I'm excited for uh, Eagles-Giants on Thursday. True. I think, I think Travis Fulgham about to drop a 100-burger on him. So. Should we do a, a live pod during that? Yes. I, I mean, we can. I yeah. suppose. Yes. It's anything, not, uh, anything to temper the unchecked hostility that goes on between you. Not only when your teams play, but whenever we're watching the same thing on television. I, it's only ever weekday football. I was <laughs> It is it, weekday football brings out something in both just, of us that just makes us not want to be. Now it's primetime football. <laughs> Every Sunday night football, I'm just like, guys, relax. <laughs> anyway, looking forward to the next week in sports. We hope you enjoyed this podcast where we mostly talked about food, right? Hot dogs, gabagool. Yeah. Pickles. Cheesesteaks were pretty Cheesesteaks, yeah. I'm hungry this now. Was, this was, normally we just talk Travis bologna. Folk ham. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> guys it's a good thing nobody listens because we would get run out of town Shut if, up, we're hilarious. <laughs> if you are listening thanks hope you enjoyed it we're we'll sorry be back. we're we'll so be back. sorry <laughs> we've been colin ben and zach i'll finish the outro for all of us thank y'all so much for listening